What's up, boys and girls? Welcome to another episode of Orange and Blue Thing. I forgot to say my name last week. I'm Darren Meenan. That's Trevor Gill. What's up, guys? How's it going? <laughs> we, got, we got Shoe behind. Sorry to cut you off. We got Shoe behind the scenes. He's going to be fielding your phone calls tonight. Totally jumped on you already. I actually said when you got here today, I talk too much, and I want you to take the reins a little bit more tonight. So if I'm talking, you can tell me to shut up. Like, shut up. All right. <laughs> so uh, obviously things aren't looking all too great in Mets land right now. If you're watching the show, uh, obviously you're a diehard because – if you watched today, you watched yesterday, been watching over the past month or so, or listening in the, over the past month or so, there would probably be no reason for you to tune in to another misery-filled episode of Orange the Blue Thing after you've already watched the team get their hearts ripped out again, or DeGrom's, getting, DeGrom's heart getting ripped out again. Yeah, I mean, you, you talk about diehard. That's what it is at this point, um, if you're still watching the Mets, and we all are if you're watching the show. The ineptitude of the offense is mind-boggling at this point. Uh, I'm going to read some stats in a little bit, so I don't want to get too into it, but it's just it's incredible how bad they are right now offensively. The pitching wasn't good last night. It was great today. Of course, then the hitting isn't there. It's like when something's good, the other thing's bad. That's the story of the Mets the last month and a half, pretty much since that streak in April ended. It's just unbelievable. I mean, the hot, hot and cold streaks are a part of baseball, a part of sports in general. A lot of guys don't just stay consistently hot throughout their career in any, in any sport. But for the whole team to be so cold right now, you know, Nimmo had a great April. And, uh, you know, obviously up until whatever, a few weeks ago, people were like, oh, Nimmo, all-star game, all-star game, which I actually didn't write down here. But I want to talk about that a little bit later. Just remind me to talk about the all-star game voting. I think it's kind of... Uh, flawed. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, you know, everyone's cold at the exact same time. The pitching has actually been surprisingly good. Uh, you know, you have some stats to rattle off later, but, um, you know, it's unbelievable. It's, 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 it's so sad and, uh, you know, disappointing and unbelievable, whatever the words are, but every day you see it happen, you're, you're not surprised. Like if the Mets win now, it's, oh shit, they won Sunday night. They won. Right. And, but you know, you, you talk about like, you think every game it's eventually going to turn around. You think so? And, you know, what is now, 15 of 18 the Mets have lost? Uh, 10 of 11, I think it is. Um, it's just, it's terrible. Um, and, yeah, I mean, what else can we say about, about just how bad they're doing? You, you hope it could turn around, but they're right. I talked about last week about how you want to stay within, you know, five games to 500 um, to try to have a chance to go on a run. Now you're talking about eight, nine games out of five away from 500, and it's going to be really, really tough to turn this around. You know, I wrote something on my personal Twitter account today. I'm like, you know, the Mets might not win another game forever, but uh, I'm still going to have a great time this weekend with my friends and, and my wife in, in Arizona. And, you know, this group and the fan base and the Seven Line Army in general, if it wasn't for this... I don't know what I would do. Like, it's keeping me involved and more locked into the games. Not, not just because I do this for a living now, but uh, having so many friends because of the group. Like, if we go to Arizona this weekend and they just get swept, they, they don't even score one run this yeah. weekend, we're not going to let it ruin our trip per right. se, because we're still with our friends and family. We're going to try to have a good time. A lot of people are going to the Grand Canyon. She was talking about that before. And I, that's not something I would want to sign up for when it's like 130 degrees in Arizona. But um, obviously, we want the team to win. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. But you know, when you have this support group or therapy group right. with you when you're on these trips, it's more than just the game. And, and you know, I'm thankful for that. But uh, can we cheers real quick? Because this is my one beer of the week. Oh, well. You know, this Thursday nights is like my one beer of the week now. That's impressive with the way the Mets are playing. That this Absolutely. is your, your one beer. Um, Cheers. Oh, cheers. Yeah, yeah, the last two outings actually had sober outings. 
<laughs> at City Field. Wow. And, um, you know, they lost both of them. So, you know, I wrote something uh, on the so way it's home. it's your fault. Yeah, yeah. I was sitting in traffic and I was like, I picked a hell of a two, week, hell of two weeks to uh, stop drinking. But yeah. uh, give us a call, 631-388-5195. We got Shu on the phones tonight. Uh, shout out to Lizzie. I don't know if she's watching us. She's already out there on the, uh, do you call it the West Coast? Is it West Coast, Phoenix? Is yeah. it far enough west? I think she was in Utah yesterday. They must have rented a car. So, um, she was filling in for Lizzie, but I, I do have Trevor and I also have Ryan behind the scenes. He's going to be on with us a little bit later. He, uh, is also trying out for the spot. And when you showed up before he showed up, I said, listen, <laughs> this isn't, I don't want you guys to like fight it out here. You know, I'm going to actually, I told you, I'm going to hire more than one person and you know, the show is what it is. And I'm, I am looking for a new co-host. Uh, I wanted you to come back this week and you wanted to come back just so we can see what the chemistry is like. Cause it's, it's hard to do this, you know? Yeah, no, but I, I just, I was driving home last night and, uh, or not last night, last week. And I was just like euphoric of how fun it was just hanging out, um, all the support, all the comments. Thanks for everyone who watched and um, had nice things to say. Um, it, it was so much fun last week. And, yeah, I mean, Ryan, you know, everyone's in this together. We just want to make a great show. And, uh, you know, we'll just do some light sla- uh, slap boxing. You know, nothing, <laughs> nothing too extreme. I just think, you know, I think that the seven line is on the cusp of something, and I don't really know what it is yet. But there's so much talent out there. We got well over 100 entries, and, and you and Ryan are the first ones here to come into the studio. But uh, it's tough to say no to people. Like, I actually, I said to you guys, I said, hit me up with a follow-up video. You know, what else can you bring to the table? Do a segment. Do something. Mm-hmm. And there's so much out there. There's an there's a MMA guy from Long Island, Chris Wade. Uh, he fought in the UFC. He, was, he fought in um, the, the first ever Nassau Coliseum. Uh, fight the, the first time they brought UFC to, to the National Coliseum, and uh, he's a big Mets fan, and he and he's trying out. So it's hey, like, yeah, I mean, I think that kind of goes back to like also there's so many possibilities for content, you know, for sure, and just like in general, you know, I think a lot of people saw what happened in 2015 and saw what the Seven Line was doing then and thought, you know, wow, that's amazing. But it's almost more amazing now. I mean, talk about that Boston outing that sold out 1,600 tickets in what a minute. Yeah. So like that just shows you how great Mets fans are. That in this stretch. This time, all these people wanting, you know, to get involved with with the Seven Line Army. It's just it shows that it's not just about the winning. It's just about being together. And that's kind of what uh, I did later on. You'll see the, the hugs from free hugs for Mets fans. It's just yeah. you know we we love the Mets. What can we say? We talked about this a little bit ago. Not to just completely divert topics here. So I was liking the feel on that one. But um, I wrote on my, my Twitter account, I think it was this morning or last night, I don't watch a lot of hockey. I'm trying to get into it. I started. I, I used to say I liked watching the Rangers. I'm not really trying to jump on anyone's bandwagon. I just don't really – I don't even own a jersey. But yeah. last year I went to a couple Islanders games and had a good time out there with the, with the, with the crew. Um, I don't want to butcher the name. It's orange and blue something. I don't want to screw it up. But um, So I wrote last night, you know, watching the celebrations of the Stanley Cup down in D.C., you know, naturally, I'm just thinking Nationals, I fucking hate the Nationals, so I should automatically hate the Capitals. And I don't know if that's how it is. Like, I don't know if, if other fan bases, like the Yankees, like people usually, if you're not a Yankee fan, you probably hate the Yankees. Um, so the, you know, the question was, are, are they likable? Because I'm loving watching, what is it, Ovechkin? Yeah. I'm loving watching OV. him. And um, who's the other guy? Uh, Oshi. Yeah. All these guys, they, they look so likable. And I'm like, is that how it is in hockey? Like, do other teams like these guys? Yeah. Are there other fan bases like these guys? I think in this scenario, you know, Ovechkin's been in the league like 13 years. He's, I think he's, again, I'm not a big hockey fan, but I think he's like led the, the league in, in points like seven times or something. So he's a legendary player. Whenever you see a legendary player like that, it was like when Dirk won um, for the Mavs. Even though I'm like a big LeBron fan, I think everyone can appreciate 
you know, a guy like that getting his shot. Um, so that was pretty cool, even though, yeah, some Nationals fans got a little little <laughs> celebration, but not for the Nats. For the the only thing I know about him is I, I told you when he got here, I don't know if it was a 30 for 30 or some kind of spotlight they did on him when he was younger. And it was like he was in his mid-20s, still living at home. His mom's doing his laundry and stuff. And he's like a professional athlete making a billion dollars, whatever he makes, uh, like $10 million a year, whatever it is. And he still lives at home. You know, mama's boy, you know, right. that's cool, you know. Nothing Family guy. Things. But like, what are they thinking now? He's like swimming in fountains pouring beer all over himself. I mean, it looks like a great time, but... Yeah, not in the house. He's got a kid house. on the way. Like, I, I was only picturing the other day, like, if, if my wife was pregnant and I'm out there going berserk, swimming in fountains and throwing beer in my face and whatever, she'd be like, oh, my God, I got, I'm, I'm carrying his unborn <laughs> child and this is how he's acting in public. But uh, we don't usually go to the lines this early, but thanks to Shu, he did get... No, I'm not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, <laughs> but thanks to Shu, he actually got... Uh, he got Stephanie on the line from Tom's River. I love Stephanie's voice. What's up, Stephanie? What's up? All right, I just want to thank you um, before I begin for the shout out yesterday. I mean, last week. And um, Trevor, I have to say, you're wearing the most appropriate shirt right now. <laughs> uh, me. Every Met fan needs a drink or two. Um, or three. It's just been awful. Um, but basically, my question is, and I know rumors have been going around, um, if the Mets decide to trade to Grom, what team would you picture him pitching for? And um, I just want to throw out there, not the Yankees, not anyone in the division. Yeah, I mean, definitely not the Yankees. Uh, not I'd rather, you know, first off, I don't want to trade him at all. I think he's still young enough. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you talk about teams in contention, um, maybe the Red Sox. I don't know. That's just they have mm -hmm. a lot of young players and that could kind of hurt the Yankees, which might be fun for Mets fans. Um, we talked about this when we actually went out to lunch a little bit earlier, and uh, you know I'm this close, and if you can't see me if you're listening afterwards, my, my, my fingers are showing a very minimal amount of space here. I'm this close from agreeing with everyone say, blow this team up. Um, you know, yep. let's, you know, in a couple more weeks, if, 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 it's, if it's coming down to the wire where this team actually, this is what they are, mm -hmm. then you've got to get rid of any guy with value, any guy that's about to be a free agent, anyone of value, not DeGrom. I, I think DeGrom is untouchable in my book. Everyone else, get okay. rid of them. But uh, thanks, for, thanks for the call, actually, Steph. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, no problem. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and, and just to go off that a little bit, I think um, DeGrom you know, is still the type of guy that in two, three years can still be part of the turnaround for the Mets. So I'd rather see them trade guys like Bruce uh, – you know, maybe a Cabrera. But what Cabrera. is Bruce worth right now? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. obviously he's hurt. His yeah. they, they came out today. He's going to play tomorrow, I guess. But his back hurts. Or maybe he's not going to play tomorrow. His back hurts now. He's got plantar fasciitis, if I'm saying that right. Like the heel pain, yeah. which I heard is excruciating. Uh, why this guy is not on the DL, I have no, I, I have absolutely no idea why. But, uh, you know, every single guy, like we just talked about, everyone is playing so subpar right now besides the pitching. Um, I'd rather just keep Thor and DeGrom and then pretty much anyone else. That's my philosophy. They're going to be worth the most, though. You can get some, I know, you can get back I know. some good prospects for them. So uh, I forgot to say this in the jump. We are giving away two free gift cards tonight for the Seven Lines website. 20 bucks a pop. Go to uh, – I mean, not go to. If you're watching on Facebook, share the show right now. If you're watching on Periscope or Twitter, uh, retweet the show right now. Give a call if you would like to be on the line, 631-388-5195. Uh, we are going to talk about a little bit uh, a, a game show. It's not really a game show. Is it a game show? Dating show. Oh, yeah. yeah. That we spoke about. I actually emailed the, um, the the casting company or whatever they're called today. I'm like, what, how much of this am I actually allowed to talk about? Because <laughs> I didn't know if it was like a completely like hush-hush thing. But yeah, you just told me about it for 
earlier. It sounds awesome. It does sound really cool. Uh, we are going to get to that in just a second. We do have another call on the line, though. I, I can't read Shoes Chicken Scratch here, but I see on the bottom it says driving in Arizona. Oh, Zappa. What's up, guys? Yo. Hello. All right. Zappa, where are you? <laughs> Somebody was driving in Arizona. I think it was Zappa, Bianca, and Andrew and Amanda. Uh, where are they going? They're going to uh, the Grand Canyon or something? I don't know. That's cool. Yeah. But anyway, so this dating show, they hit me up. I saw the trailer for it, or the, um, what was it called? The, uh, the pilot mm-hmm. for, this, uh, for this little show. It is called Prospects, and it's kind of like Next. Remember Next? Yeah, for sure. I don't know. MTV. You ever watch Next? Nah. nah. All right. So next was a show on MTV where like somebody b- would be on a date and there'd be like three other people waiting like a bus mm-hmm. and they would go up and, you know, they would get a chance. And didn't they like if, they, if the date sucked, they'd be like, next. Yeah, they could just end it at any point. So like sometimes they'd walk out of the bus and they'd be like, yeah, next. And it would terrible because they're just judging <laughs> yeah. straight on appearance. But whatever. It's fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like they would just walk out next. Next. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the show is called Prospects. It's going to be on SNY. And they hit me up because they want to do a, uh, a whole episode based around the Seven Line Army. So the prospects would be 10 guys that sit with us. And what do they call it? The Is it the contestant they call the girl? The contestant would be uh, obviously going on the dates with them. But the contestant has a someone in their ear that's their manager or their coach. So if the date sucks, <laughs> they could like call it to the bullpen and like bring in the next date. Yeah. So it sounds like a really cool idea. And uh, the basis of the show here, it says, are you single in New York? Tired of spending time swiping through Tinder with no results? Are you done with the bar and club scene and looking for a casual atmosphere to meet someone fun? Maybe you just want to go to a New York Mets game for free. If you answer any of these questions, you might be a perfect prospect. So we are going to share the, share the information soon. They do want some people that sit with the Seven Line Army, not really as representatives, but whatever. Like people who sit with us are going to be like the guys. Right. And uh, some girl, bless her heart, is going to go on dates with these guys. But I said to them, like, yeah, I'm married. You know, a lot of my close friends are either married, engaged, or serious relationships or whatever. So I don't really know who to select for this thing. It's not my call, but right. I'm going to give them a bunch of prospects to choose from. But I saw the the pilot, and it was hilarious. Because yeah. they film it all around City Field. They they sit in the stands. They got the earpiece. They're drinking the whole time, too, which is fun. Uh, so it's like fun the for ba- content. The Bachelor, basically, for Mets fans, kind it's, of. It's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, I think they're just looking for more content. You know, SMY does, like, I don't know if they still do beer money, but like, oh, yeah, beer money. Like, how many times can you watch um, Mets Classics or Rain Delay? What is it called? Um, during the Rain Delays, they do uh, Amazing Year, Amazing Seasons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whatever it is. Amazing Finishes or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean. We've seen them all. We know, we know all the yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, we are, uh, we're, we're pumped about that. As we know some more info, just tape it up. Oh, no. All right, yeah, skip that, shoe. Thanks. Um, as we know some more info, we're going we're gonna to keep the fans in the loop and uh, pick some good prospects. I think it's going to be funny. And, like, yeah. in the beginning, I think I'm going to be on it for a second. Like, okay. when before the guys go on the, on the dates and be like, guys. Don't fuck up. So like, will you be the manager <laughs> kind of thing? No, nah, I think I'm just going to be there. Okay. There's a host. There's like okay. a guy that hosts okay. it. Gotcha. So it's they, they, some episodes should be airing soon. I know they filmed a few already. Okay. And uh, they should start soon. I think they said around the All-Star break. That's fun. And I don't know when our episode's going to be, but you know I'm a way over the hill on that. But I think there's going to be some good <laughs> prospects out there in, in the squad. So give us a call, 631-388-5195. If you want to talk to Trevor, myself, Shu, or Ryan, who you haven't met yet, Ryan's going to be on the air in just a little bit. But... um. Last week, you debuted a little segment 
not to make light of any, you know, uh, anyone who does harm to themselves. Obviously, it's a very serious thing. But that was depressing. And, you know, that's the kind of thing where uh, if you're already kind of teetering, that might put you over the edge. Because you hit us with some seven facts last week that were... You know, you have to highlight what happened this past week. Yeah. And nothing's really too good. So you want to hit him with that? You got you got anything good to show yes. them or, well, or bad stats or what? I got a good one for number one that I'll save to the end. That's kind of a fun one. But, uh, yeah, these are kind of the seven um, the seven things that I think are relevant to the Mets' struggles right now and just some amazing stats. Shout out to uh, Troy Perlowitz from uh, ESPN Stats and Info for uh, supplying me with this a lot of this data. Um, at number seven. Jacob DeGrom, no run support yet again. Seven innings pitched today, one earned run, and one giant loss, as we all know. DeGrom has a .87 ERA in the last 10 starts. Unbelievable. But they're 2-8 and eight in those 10 Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Crazy. DeGrom became the second pitcher ever in the live ball era to have made five straight starts, allowing seven, or, sorry, pitching seven innings or more, allowing two earned runs or fewer, and to see his team lose. The other guy, coincidentally, in Arizona— Randy Johnson, so good company, but not the kind of stat you want to be involved in. Um, at number six, we all know about the Yoannis Cespedes setback with the hip injury. Uh, as I said last week, you know he's the one player, I think, that could turn it around for the Mets, and now there's no timetable for his return. Check this out. Since he joined the Mets in 2015 with Yoannis Cespedes, they have a 540 team win percentage. Without him, that number's down to 420. So that's, you know, they're a winning team with him, losing team without him. At number five... This one's kind of a fun one. You think you had a bad day at work? Well, Mets minor league pitcher Aaron Laffey began last week, uh, last Wednesday night, as the starting pitcher for the AAA uh, Las Vegas 51s. Hours after uh, allowing 12 earned runs, he retired. He's like, yeah, he's like yeah. I'm done. I had enough. Yeah, he pitched for the Mets, I think, in uh, 2013 um, in four games. He's bounced around the minor leagues, and I kind of love that. It's like, you know what? This is this is it. I'm when you done. know, you know. Yeah. You know, in, in almost anything, like you know, athletes or or not, like not even professional athletes. Like I ride BMX still, and like there's some days where like my back is bark, and actually I have spinal stenosis and oh, wow. sciatic nerve running down my leg. And there's there's a time that comes, even when you're not a professional athlete, where you just know when to hang it up. And I'm not hanging it up yet, but I have some friends who got to a certain age in their life, and they're like, you know what, like. I have a job, I have a wife, I have a kid. I can't be getting hurt on my bike, so right. I've got to hang it up. You yeah, know? so that's just, uh, you know, you got to respect that in a way to just oh, of course, to, of course. To know when, when, when it's time. Uh, at number four, here's some more shocking and really depressing run stats, which kind of lead to the fact that the Mets probably won't make the playoffs, as we all know. The Mets have scored... What? <laughs> Breaking news! <laughs> <laughs> the Mets have scored ten runs in the last nine games. That's the fewest runs in a nine-game span since 1967. The sixth season the franchise was in existence. That team would go on to lose 101 games. In the wild card era, only four previous teams have had a nine-plus game streak of, lose, of scoring three runs or less and still made the playoffs. So, yeah, we're not, we're not going to make the playoffs right now the way it's looking. At number three, Noah Syndergaard. He got his second opinion on his strained ligament in his finger. Again, now, like Cespedes, has no timetable on his return. That's just awful. But the Mets pitching, starting pitching, like we said, hasn't been really the issue. Uh, in the last 22 games since May 20th, the Mets starters have a 2.67 ERA, which actually leads the MLB. So that's what's so frustrating because the pitching's been good. It's just no, no offense whatsoever. Um, yeah. Unbelievable, dude. Yeah. And then uh, just two more at number two. The Conforto conundrum is what I'm calling it with my brother. Should the Mets send him down? The stats say maybe yes. He's had three hits since June 1st. Just a 212 average on the season. 
16 RBIs this season versus just 57 or versus 57 strikeouts. So that's not the ratio you want. I personally think at this point he's got to work it out in the big leagues. I don't really see what sending him down is going to do. The chance of him getting hot, I think, you know, could happen in the big leagues, and I, I just don't really know what sending him down is going to do. I think he's a big league player, but I'm just kind of nervous. He didn't have much of a spring training. Uh, you that's, know, that's fair. He yeah. came back. You know, what was it, May first, and hit a home run his first day against uh, whoever it was. I think it was uh, what's his name on the Nationals. Anyway, yeah. uh, Strasburg or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. But yeah, I think that maybe he just got rushed, and maybe he's not completely healthy. And you know, it takes a while to come back from an injury like that, and especially to strengthen up your shoulder in in a way that you got to play every day. So. Yeah. Just 16 RBIs, like I said. I mean, that's kind of the story of, of the Mets season right now. He, he was supposed to be a crucial part, and he's just of course. Not, not performing at all. At number one, some good news. Wilmer is close to coming back. He's probably my favorite Met just as a fan. I think a lot of fans like him. Um, Decomo is reporting that he's probably going to come back uh, on this uh, road trip right now. I don't know if probably not in Arizona, but maybe. But um, that's good news for the Mets. I think he's a big part of the heart and soul of this team. They could use him at first base in a multitude of positions. So I'm leaving you with number one with some good news. Wilmer's coming back. But other than that, the rest are pretty, pretty sad. We're going to talk about it a little bit later. But, you know, I didn't like Sandy's comments yesterday when, it, when the question came up about Reyes and why Reyes is still here. You know, Adrian Gonzalez got released and Reyes is still here. And we're going to touch on that in a little bit later. But the, the answer was, uh, I don't know who can take his... Well, he's going to be here until someone else can take his spot. There are a lot of guys that can take his spot. You know, if, if you're hitting, uh, what is it, one, four, where is it? 149, I think it is. Or one, uh, 149 average. Yeah. And, you know, you're looking lost pretty much in every aspect of the game. You should not be on the Major League roster. And we talked about it, too, because, um, you know, a guy, I'm a big Reyes guy. I've been a Reyes fan since, you know, he, got, he came up. Um, but... I think that the way this is going to be going down is almost tarnishing his legacy a little bit or tarnishing his reputation because now as a fan, it's okay to, to know that one of your favorite players is on the end of the line. It doesn't mean you don't like him anymore, but I feel so mm -hmm. critical being writing on the seven-line account like, I don't want Rays on the team anymore. I feel bad. But you're just calling it how it is. I mean, I do it's kind depressing. of... depressing. Yeah, it really is. And you hate to see a guy, like you said, kind of end his career like this. But defensively, he's been terrible too. It's not just offense. The speed, which was obviously his corner you know his big thing not there I think maybe when Wilmer comes back you could see the move then you mentioned you know his contract I think they owe him like if they didn't owe him money he wouldn't be here right it's crazy so, yeah it's I mean crazy I hope that's not really what it is but maybe it is I mean I think that's what it is I mean but the and they don't want to come out and say it they don't really have at least currently on the team a lot of infield options TJ Rivera bring, some, bring someone up give I someone know. else a crack Gavin this dude's Cicini, old he's, he's hurt right now too TJ Rivera's he's hurt. washed yeah, yeah I know but yeah all right, we are going to get to a little segment here. You did try to lift some spirits up for, some, for some Mets fans. It's really you and, tough. You and Jono hit the streets. We are going to bring on Ryan just in a little bit after this segment to chat with him a little bit. Uh, but I do want to know how this went. I didn't watch this clip yet, and I think that I th I'm hoping it went well. But the uh, the cool part about it was over the weekend. I don't know if it was a Sunday or whatever. You hit me up. You're like, I got an idea for a segment, and it was a collaborative effort. Like, I made the poster and yep. sent it to the Staples near your job. Like right away, you were like, Yeah, I'll make the posters. Let's you do this. You printed it out. <laughs> you know, sprayed it on. I gave you some tips. You know, use shoelaces or whatever. And you guys went out there and hit the streets. And uh, I think that that this show needs more content like that. And like I was saying before, you know, it, it is a competition, but it's not. I mean, I need guys like you. Um, so no matter what happens, I, you know, I feel like, you know, if it was up to my wife, she would have already called you and said you had the job. <laughs> oh, she did that to me last time. Like, I was hiring uh, Adam, and we were trying Adam out. I told her privately, like, I think I'm going to hire Adam. She called, and she's like, you're hired. <laughs> so, hey, 
So usually, if uh, the wife has good good vibes about someone, that's a, that's a good thing. So thank you. All right. Well. You don't have to butter me up on that one. <laughs> All right, so let's get to this segment, and when we come back, we will chat with Ryan Mardorado. Well, it's been a rough couple of weeks for Mets fans, as we all know. So that's why I decided to show some love. I'm here at Union Square Park, giving free hugs out to all the Mets fans. Excuse me, are you a Mets fan? No. Free hugs for Mets fans. Free hugs, Mets fans. Anyone? Are you guys Mets fans? No. No one wants to be a Mets fan these days, but we do. Free hugs, Mets fans, no? Free hugs for Mets fans. Yeah. Are you a Mets fan? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Bring it in, bring it we in. Need Come it. on, we need we it. Need it. Oh, oh, man. Are you a Mets fan? Yes, thank you. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, come on, Uh, Obviously, the Mets, it's been a rough time the last uh, few weeks for the Mets. What brings you back night after night watching this team? You know, I've been a Mets fan since I'm a little kid, and I'll always be a Mets fan. I love that. I can't help but being a Mets fan. It's it's a... It's an addiction. It is. It's bad for you. It's like a relationship. (laughs) Absolutely. keep coming back. You'll know you'll be disappointed, but you keep coming back. You keep coming back. This is always next season. Yes. Yeah, we're dying. Please. <laughs> so it's been... Help. Help. Pitching. Hitting. <laughs> Anything, right? Coaching. Why do you come back Physical to... Physical <laughs> something. Please. Somebody that knows how to stretch somebody correctly. <laughs> Anybody. A doctor. A doctor's representative. A nurse. I don't know. You want another one? Anesthesiologist, anybody, <laughs> please help us. Tell I'm, them, Jonah, they please. Say, let's go Mets. Oh, he can't talk. <laughs> you say, <laughs> say let's go Mets. Say, let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go Mets. Can I get a hug? There we go. There we go. I'm out here in Union Square Park giving free hugs to Mets fans. And uh, how long have you been a Mets fan? It's 86. 86. And uh, why, what brings you back? Why do you keep rooting for the team? You know, you know the highs and lows. Why do you come back? Loyalty. Loyalty. Obviously, it's been a rough couple of weeks and the whole season. What brings you back to the Mets year after year, game after game? Why, why do you keep doing it? Why do we all keep doing it? Oh, man, just hope. I mean, you know we got to turn around sometimes. Right. Hi, are you a Mets fan? You're a Mets fan? Can I get a hug for Mets fans? Thank you. Let's go Mets. Thanks, you too. He's looking good. Everybody come to Union Square. Give this man a hug. Well, like I said, it's been rough the past few weeks, but it's nice knowing that there's still so many Mets fans out here willing to come, give me a hug, and show that, you know what? At the end of the day, we still got hope. That's all we can ask for. Let's go Mets! Dude, that was great. Good job. Thank you, thank you. It so was, it was a blast doing that out there. You know, I was hoping you were going to run into some characters, and you did. That one dude was funny. Like the, you said to the kid, or he said to the kid, like, "Say, let's go, Mets." You're like, "Oh, you can't talk." Yeah, yeah. That guy. All of a sudden, you know, I'm looking for people, and a lot of people were coming up to me, but all of a sudden, I just heard like a bunch of kids. I'm like, "Oh, this is going to be good." It's gonna be yeah, fun. but in New York, people are kind of like used to that. Like if you did that, like in like Nebraska, and you're standing on a street corner, I'm like, "What is this weirdo yeah. doing?" You know. But in New York, you're just used to some random guy with a camera following him. You know. Yeah, especially Union Square, uh, Union Square Park, where that 
that was. I mean, yeah, there's all sorts of all sorts of crazy crazy stuff. Now it's only like an hour. Yeah, we did it pretty quick uh, after work. We just hung out and walked around, and a lot of people thought I was crazy. Kind of gave some eye rolls. <laughs> a lot of people were nice. I heard some, you know, Mets suck, go Yankees, whatever. You know, we took it in stride and had a good time. In our group text, I was saying to, to you and Jono, I want to do the follow-up video of free shots for Mets fans. Because, <laughs> like, at this point, you know, hugs are great, but shots, you know, if you drink, I mean, maybe you'll be pouring them down, you know? Oh, yeah. People drink when they're happy. They drink when they're sad. And uh, obviously a lot of depressed Mets fans out there right now. But, um, yeah, maybe I was saying to you, be my first arrest. You yeah. know, you can't really give liquor out on the street. Oh, no, that's definitely illegal, but it would be a lot of and fun. If I, do, if I do it fake, like if I give out like fruit punch or something, then it's not no. going to be like as cool, you know? Yeah, maybe a tailgate or something that's more legal. Not really. Not but really. Whatever. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, good shit, man. Um, we are going to bring in Ryan Martirano. I keep, I keep saying it like the wrong way because, uh, sure, we got a call. Um, because you said that a lot of fans can't pronounce it. Yeah. And. Now I'm not sure if I'm saying it the right way. No, you just said it perfectly. Martirano. There you go. So listen, tell me a little bit about yourself. All right, well, I'm 23 years old. Uh, I live in Lindenhurst. I'm currently going to school still. I go to Farmingdale College um, in my last year, going for my bachelor's, studying sports management. Uh, I went to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting previously, which is where Joe Beningo went and graduated from. Uh, so that was pretty cool. And then I currently intern right now with Adam Rubin, who used to cover the Mets. I'm sure every Met fan is familiar with him. Uh, I do play-by-play coverage for his lacrosse games, basketball games, softball, and other things over there at NYIT College. So it's been pretty cool. So I got kind of a lot of experience, I guess you could say, in this. So what I really liked about your, your first video, well, actually your second video, I asked you to do the second one. I posted it on our Twitter account, and I was like, this guy's shitting on our T-shirts, but at least <laughs> he's telling the truth. Like, you're wearing the shirt that uh, I'm a Mets fan, you'll be one soon, which actually a couple people bought that yesterday for some reason. But um, you, you said on camera, you're like, who's going to wear this right now? Like, it's a joke. Like, this shirt was good for one season, 2015, yeah. and you were being honest. And, you know, I, I told both of you guys when we were talking earlier that um, – there was this one kid that uh, was trying out, and he's 16 years old. And there was two 16-year-olds already that tried out. Maybe I'll put them together in a room and try to film something funny. But uh, he started his video with, all right, I'm not saying you guys are old, but I'm young, and I got a little bit different perspective. And, you know, as we, you and I were just walking around the, the back of the warehouse, and the, there's the Shea Seach shirt, and I miss Shea and whatever. And I'm like, man, a guy like me, I'm, almost, I'm 38. I'm going to be 38 in November. Uh, I have such strong connections to Shea Stadium, yeah. and you guys probably don't. I mean, you were there. You were there, obviously, the the World Series in 2000, but you know, you're a couple years younger than him, so mm-hmm. you don't really have strong connections to Shea. So your perspective of this team is so different than a guy like me or someone older than me, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, my dad used to take me to city, uh, Shea Stadium excuse me, all the time, uh, but I don't really, like you said, I don't really have any fond memories because I don't really remember a lot of it. Uh, I do remember, you know, one game here and there, but besides that, yeah, I mean, most of my memories have come at City Field. So, like, what's your team? Like, if you had, like, you can connect to, like, one team, what would it be? Like, oh, your favorite player or whatever? Oh, uh, like, favorite player on the Fa- Mets? Like, era, yeah, like, your favorite era of the Mets. Because you, you haven't seen I mean, that much. Yeah, I've always been a big David Wright guy, but, I mean, I have my players here and there. Like, I loved Carlos Beltran. Um, you know, that 2006 Mets team is one that it really sticks in the back of my head, obviously, because it's, you know, they got within one game of the World Series. And I remember just watching it, staying up late, and then I had school the next day. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've always been a big David Wright guy. Well, let's talk about David Wright then. So do you think that he's actually going to get back on the field and play a game? Or is this Not just – Really? So yeah. um, what's he doing then? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think he – you know, I appreciate the fact that he's trying to get back into this and, you know – 
he really does enjoy the game, obviously, because he keeps trying, keeps trying. But I just think there's no hope for him, unfortunately. Uh, me and my dad were talking. We think he should just go to the Mets and just tell them, like, look, I'm going to retire or whatever. And he should become, like, I don't know, maybe a hitting coach or something, something within the organization. I think David Wright needs to stay within the Mets organization. I don't think, you know, he would go anywhere else. Um, I think, you know, obviously once his baseball career was all said and done anyways, he was going to stick to doing something around the game. Uh, But I think he personally should just go to whoever and say, look, I obviously can't do this anymore. And, you know, just call it quits. The way the team is playing right now, and who knows what's going to happen towards the trade deadline, if he gets healthy enough to, to suit up and get out there, I would like to see him get out for at least another couple games or one game or even an inning oh, yeah. just to be out there on third base, get his final send off, and know that, like, that's his last inning and, you know, tip his cat to the, cr- to the crowd. Yeah. And, oh, definitely. You know, he deserves he, he, he deserves it, you know? Absolutely. And, and I'm glad he got when, uh, you know, they went on that World Series run. I'm glad he was a part of that, too. I'm glad he's, you know, backs, you know, held, held up for the time being. I know he went through a lot just to be able to play in those games, but I'm glad he was an integral part of that. And, uh, yeah, definitely, if he is going to retire, he needs a proper send-off for sure. Bold, uh, bold, uh, sorry, bold uh, prediction. David Wright will bat third. Tim Tebow will bat fourth <laughs> in September this season. Book it. You heard it here first. I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm, the way things are going, why not? Yeah. I mean, they can't do much worse. Let's do it. You know, David Wright on one leg could hit just as bad as, as Jose Reyes right now. So uh, 631-388-5195. I want you to call and ask either Trevor or Ryan a question because I said to them before the show went live, I don't know shit. <laughs> if I didn't own That's the seven true. line, I would not be on anyone's show. Nobody would want me on their show. I don't really know anything. I don't. I know how to make T-shirts, know how to organize games, and you know, have a good time and drink beers. And you know, me and Shu are here in this room. Him and I know nothing, and you guys know everything. So call, ask these guys some questions. Six three one three eight eight five one nine five is the number to call. Share the show if you're watching on Facebook. Retweet if you're watching on Periscope or um, or Twitter, and you'll be in the running for the twenty dollars gift card towards the end of the show. <clears throat> we do have some roster moves to talk about. Obviously, we talked about it a little bit earlier if you're just getting to the show. But let's talk about the standings first because, obviously, uh, you're nothing without a record. And the Mets are sitting pretty nine and a half games back, uh, 28 and 36. Obviously, things haven't been looking too hot around Queens or wherever the hell they've been playing lately. One and nine over the last ten. And uh, what, what is it? They scored 14 runs during the stretch of their last 10 games, which is unbelievable. And obviously, you're not going to win if you do not score runs. Um, my buddy Michael Barron put up something, I think it was this morning, and he said the Mets are hitting 144 as a team since May 31st. And I quote tweeted it and wrote, uh, you can kill Mickey for dumb shit like the lineup card mix-up and other rookie manager moves that are just going to happen. They're part of the game when it's your first year. Uh, but he doesn't make his entire roster forget how to swing the damn bat. So, you know, Terry used to get killed all the time as well. Mm-hmm. Players slump. Someone's got to take accountability, and usually they look at the manager, look at the GM, whatever. Uh, if, if you have a certain hand, deck of cards... That's what you got to play. Right. And you know what? If, if Jose Reyes is on his team and Sandy doesn't get rid of Jose Reyes or bring someone else up, he's got to play Jose Reyes. Do you think that anyone in the ballpark on Saturday night wanted Jose Reyes up to bat with the, ba- what, the bases loaded? I don't even know. With the tying run on second base in the ninth inning? Absolutely not. No. Yeah. You know, but he had no other option. So, you know, Mickey, yeah, he's made some dumb moves in his early career here, but he's not making the, the uh, he, he doesn't. Right, who's on the roster? Right, and but one forty four as a team is pathetic. No, that's terrible. Um, you know, hitting coach Pat Rossler. A lot of people are saying calling for his job. I'm not, you know, one to say. You know, he's doing the best he can. I think too. I don't know if a hitting coach change would really do much. 
there are injuries. But, yeah, I mean, the guys who are there just aren't performing, and Mickey's clearly frustrated. You saw last night getting tossed. Uh, it's, it's frustrating for everyone, for the fans, for the players, for Mickey. He's trying to answer the questions the best he can. He's trying to, you know, put out the best lineup he can. But, um, you know, you talked about the roster moves. I think that was a good move, getting rid of Adrian Gonzalez. I loved the move for the for the cost that it was when they got him. I thought it was a no brainer, but he just wasn't performing. I saw this on a the seven blog, uh, seven line blog, doc, or yeah, on the seven line <laughs> blog, whatever. Um, he is was ranked thirtieth among uh, first basemen with a hundred at bats uh, uh, for OPS six eighty four. So thirtieth ranked for that is not good. He wasn't getting the job done. And I think with Dominic Smith being brought up, you also have Peter Alonso, a young player we all heard about. He's uh, did he get moved up to AAA or it's close to happening? But you gotta, we got to see what we got with these guys. So first we got to see what we got with Dom Smith, and then we got to eventually see if Dom Smith is the answer. If not, Peter Alonso will get a shot at some point. So I think that was a good move, and that's all they can do is try to make moves like this. Um, they're not going to make a big trade. It's not worth it right now to give up a lot. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just, what can we say? <laughs> well, you talked about the hitting coach there for a second. After they lost again today, I don't know if fans were just speaking with their, with their hearts here or if this is what they really think, but obviously after the way the Mets have been playing lately, morale is extremely low. So the question was on Orange and Blue Things' Twitter account, the Mets have now played 18 games since Memorial Day weekend. They've lost 15 of them. Does someone need to be fired to shake things up? Someone's got to be accountable. Sometimes getting rid of someone, even if they don't deserve it, it uh, changes the dynamic a little bit. And uh, almost 2,400 people voted. Yes was overwhelming with 83%. No with 17%. I didn't say who. It just said someone got yeah. fired. So it could be Sandy. It could be Mickey. It could there's, be Pat. Does Reyes count in that? Yeah. <laughs> well, that would just be released. But, you know, even just releasing a guy is not going to change. He's one guy. Right. So, you know, some people didn't like the response from um, from Cespedes the other day when, you know, he was almost back and then he got hurt again. The question was, you know, something about can you help the dynamic of the team or can you, are you going to save the team? You know, and basically he, he was honest. He said, you know, I'm just one guy. Right. You know, me coming back is not going to change the, you know, the rest of the guys have to contribute as well. It's not a one-man army here, uh, even though that's what it is with the Grom lately. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, he's being realistic and, you know, it, it's not a one-man team. You know, he, they do win when he's in the lineup, but you can't expect one guy to carry them and you know when he is there and other guys maybe they gel differently I don't know I don't know what the right answer is but whatever it is right now it's not working so um, do you have any any input on on Sandy not Sandy on Reyes here Uh, on Reyes yeah I mean I think I agree with what you were saying before which is why he's still on the team Um, but yeah I mean this guy has just gotten really hard to watch lately and like you said it's sad because as Met fans we all have love for Jose Reyes obviously he has love for you know New York as well uh, but it's just not working now. I mean, I don't even think when they brought him back, what was it, in 2016? I mean, maybe – it did, did it really even work? Like, did he even really produce that much? Not really, right? Not not really, but, like, you know what it was? I always liked his spark. You know, I, I yeah. liked I liked Reyes as, like, uh, an enthusiastic player and his energy, and I feel like that kind of shit's contagious, you know. I talk about PMA and positive mental attitude. If you surround people that are positive in your life, you're probably going to be pretty positive too. And I don't know if you know about this guy, uh, Gary Vanderchuk. I'm probably going to screw up his last name, but he talks about I know him, just yeah. surrounding yeah. yourself with positive people and, you know, cut the slack. And, you know, if someone's toxic, just don't be friends with them anymore. And it almost is the kind of thing the same, that could be the same thing with the clubhouse, you know? And uh, the, all the stories we heard about Adrian Gonzalez being a bad clubhouse guy and whatever. It didn't seem to that didn't seem to translate to New York. You know, he, it seems like he w- he was great. You know, and he even put out a send off video last night. His daughter was in it. He was saying, you know, thanks to the Mets fans and whatever. But uh, something's got to change and something's got to happen quickly because um, the longer this spirals out of control, is it's it's not even worth watching anymore. 
but we will. Of I will. Course, yeah. yeah, but you know what it is? It's like, you know, the Mets get blown out. Let's say they lost 20 to 2. Uh, the next day, like, oh, what time's the game? I got to watch it. Right. I was talking to uh, Drew. Uh, I don't know if you met Drew yet, but he was talking about there's some soccer league, and um, there's uh, a system. I don't know if you watch soccer. But a little bit. The, the the score translates to the next day, so it's like if if you get blown out fourteen to two, then the other team and you play the next time, you got to they have to score twelve extra to catch up. Wow. I mean, baseball's not like that, but you know you got to brush off the the losses and try to get back on track the next day. But you know when they do get blown out, I'm still going to watch the game the next day. So we do have another call. Let's go to Dakota and Yonkers. What's up, Dakota? Yo, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? We're doing all right. Oh, Dakota again. Yes. What's going on? <laughs> Two in a row. What's up, my guy? <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. How you guys doing? I have got a question, man. The Sandy got to go, man. It, it, it seems like he's, like, pretty incompetent up there. Like, do, do we need some new management or, like, what do you guys think? I think Sandy has, for what he has, um, you know, with, with the payroll is what it is. I think he's made some great moves, of course, over the Mets. You know, over his life as a, you know, with the Mets, getting uh, getting Syndergaard, getting Cespedes. I think even the, the moves like Adrian Gonzalez, even though it didn't work out, I think that was a, a smart move at the time for the, for the cost. I do think Sandy is what 67, 68, something like that, and he's talked about retiring at some point soon. Um, John Rico maybe taking over. I think Omar's getting that spot. You think? Yeah, they brought him back here for a reason. Once Sandy's done, That'd Omar's going to take the job, and. Um, Sandy, uh, I think he only has like a year left on his contract anyway. Yeah. So who knows? He might be. It might be like thing. You know, they brought in Omar, next man up. I mean, he'll I, be- I think it'll be a natural. Sorry to cut you off. I think it'll be an, it'll be a natural like uh, transition to the next guy. I think maybe either whether it's after this year um, or after 2019. I don't see them firing him, but he did make some good moves. I mean, he got yeah. a Syndergaard for Thor. I mean, Syndergaard for Ari Dickey and whatever. But look at that 2015. I don't know, man. He, he, he got to he got to go, man. <laughs> this, this is this is. Uh, we had high hopes this year. At the beginning of the season, I mean, I knew it was the beginning of the season, but we had high hopes. You know what I'm saying? We had a good bullpen. You know what I'm saying? And, and this is this is what they do. This this, this isn't it. But this but isn't it. but Cody, if you if you had high hopes, that means that you thought the roster was in a pretty good state. You know, to have those hopes, which is Sandy's job. I mean, he puts the team out there. They got they got Frazier. They did re-sign Bruce, which now doesn't look like a good move. But at the time, I was happy about that for three years, thirty nine million. So. You know, your high hopes, I think, is a reflection of what Sandy, you know, put the team he put out. But uh, No, no, no. No? <laughs> and Sandy, they say- Sandy, Sandy's two seconds away from me getting on this train in a, in a, in a black suit protesting out there. I'll be out there. <laughs> I'm going to be in front of City Field taking a knee. Let's see it. I love Every, it. Everyone says they're going to do that, but I, never, I haven't seen any action yet. But uh, all right, Dakota, uh, thanks for calling, dude. Thank you. What I do want to bring up about Sandy is um, – there's a tweet here from uh, this guy, Good Fundies Brian, who I know is not a fan of the seven line, but I'm going to give him some shine anyway. Uh, Alderson, Sandy's uh, quote yesterday when he was talking to reporters, he said, uh, Alderson says to unload Reyes, the Mets have to. Re- re- uh, wait, hold on. Alderson says to unload Reyes, the Mets have to have someone they want to replace him, reports New York Post-Mets, which is Puma. And uh, he replied, how about this 26-year-old hitting 405 this month? With a 105.3 OPS on the year, and that's Jeff McNeil. So there are options out there. So I think that it's just they're just lip service. You know, they're saying that this is the reason, but I think it's a money thing. I think they don't want to pay him. That's fair. I mean, I don't. I just because this. They're just cutting him if he's getting a league minimum and he's producing like this. If you don't do good in your job, yeah, not this job. 
Whatever other job you have. You're trying to tell me something. <laughs> you'd be fired. Right. That's right. just the way it works. That's uh, life. No, I'm with you. I mean, I don't know anything about this guy. I'm not going to pretend like I, I do this uh, This uh, 26-year-old he's talking about. But, yeah, I, I'm with him there. Like I said, I think when Wilmer comes back, uh, I think Reyes, maybe next week, when we're on, you know, with the show, uh, Reyes might be gone by then. But, Ryan, what do you, what do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, no, I mean, I think it has to be that because – there is really no other explanation. I mean, if you think about it, and the fact that they did just cut Adrian Gonzalez, it's not like they don't want to cut guys, like because we have seen that they will. It's got to be something like that. Well, it, they it were really saying, does. I guess, like the they, they released that news at midnight on Sunday night about yeah. Gonzalez, and I don't know if they did that on purpose. So they didn't have to answer questions because the press was probably long gone from City Field by then. Uh, obviously, they 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 could have been questioned on it the the following day, but. You know, Gonzalez has no history here. What has he been here? Two and a month, two yeah, and a half months. Yeah. Reyes has been a Met for you know was a Met you know over, over a decade ago. Broke a bunch of records with the team. Obviously has a long history with them. He came back after you know being with a couple other teams, Miami and uh, up in uh, Miami uh, Blue Jays, and then also Colorado. But he's a Met now, and I think that like we were just talking about, maybe they are, maybe they're being truthful. I have no idea. But if they got him, if they got a way to get him out the door with him being happy. That would be the best case scenario, but I don't see him retiring anytime soon. And if it wasn't for the money, I think they would just have cut him already. Yeah. You know, it doesn't make any sense otherwise. Uh, give us a call, 631-388-5195. You also have time to share the show if you want to be in the running for the $20 gift cards to the website. Share the show if you're on Facebook. Retweet if you're on Twitter or Periscope. If you're listening to us afterwards as a podcast, maybe tune in next week at our regularly, regularly scheduled program time, 6 p.m. on Facebook and Periscope. Also, we are going to give away uh, two free passes. If you're sitting with us in Arizona this weekend, uh, we did get the option from the D-backs to go watch BP on, on the field. I'm going to be at the pregame party. I don't feel like leaving early to go do that. <laughs> so we are giving it away to – you don't have to be even watching the show right now. We're going to pick it out of this box over here, all the invoices. Uh, I'll let Ryan pick it so it doesn't look like I scammed anybody. <laughs> and that person will get the uh, the passes. But That's so cool that, like – and I was asking you kind of how it all works. That The, the fact that, our, you know, the Diamondbacks offered that, that, you know – Are you kidding me? Last year, uh, one of our fans threw out the first pitch in St. Louis. That's insane. At the that's ridiculous. That's at awesome. the Cardinals game, yeah, yeah. you know, and it was funny too. Like their their mascot was out there, you know, pr- pretending that he didn't like the guy and stuff. But I didn't I didn't want the the honor. I was like, give it away. So this guy Ben Shapiro, I think his name is, he threw out the first pitch in St. Louis last year. A lot of these teams, you know, they're they're happy that we're buying thousands of tickets, right. you know. So this weekend we got twelve hundred strong out there. Wow. Uh, Arizona, I know you had some facts over there, but Arizona, it's actually going to rain on Saturday, or they said it's supposed to rain. It never rains there, mm-hmm. so it's like a big deal. Yeah, I looked up some fun uh, Arizona stats, or just facts. Phoenix has more sunny days than any metropolitan city in the U.S., 320 days of sun per year. Of course, the Saturday looking like rain, like you said, but uh, it's a dome anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, Yeah. It's good. I wish I was going. Um, I'm sure you guys are going well, to come to Boston, fun. right? Oh, yeah. All right. So, you know, you're going to have to come to some more games. Actually, for a second there, I had it on the screen accidentally because we talked about it when you first showed up. You know, yeah. I don't I don't really know much about you. We just met like yeah. an hour ago. You were at the first ever outing. Yeah. Uh, and you were like, what, 16? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even so know. That's me and you. It like, was, I got it on the screen here. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know. Actually, that picture that's not is from, yeah, 2014 opening, opening day, day, right? Yeah. Right. Um, but it snowed that morning. Yes, it did. Yeah. I remember I was so mad because like, I was like, there's no way the snow is going to ruin me from going to opening day here. (laughs) Uh, but we made it out. Yeah. And, uh, that was the second time I took my dad with me for that one. 
Uh, but yeah, I didn't even know. You just informed me that that was the first ever outing uh, for the R.A. Dickey game. I went with a friend because it was an afternoon game. My dad was working. Uh, I thought it was the coolest thing, though. And I think that is really when like I discovered what you guys have been doing and everything. And, and ever since I've been following everything. So haven't made it to an outing, you know, where you're traveling to, which is on my bucket list. But um, well, it's tough. I mean, it's, it's a big commitment. You know, yeah, there's a yeah. lot of regulars that don't miss any of the outings. I know a lot of people are watching right now. They're actually in Arizona already. We're going to meet up with them tomorrow night. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's tough. Like we talked about it too. Like you, you went to your first outing this year, yeah. but not everyone has the, the, the loot to commit to that. You know, everyone thinks that the, the Sunline Army fans are like rich because they, they go on like six <laughs> vacations a year. But, right. uh, you know, some people, this is what they do. They dedicate like every waking hour of their uh, vacation time or extra income to go do stuff. I'm looking at you right now. He's pointing <laughs> at himself. Uh, we do have another call on the line. Let's get to Matt from Arizona. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? We're doing all right. How you doing? Doing good. Doing all right. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on. What's uh, what's on your mind? No, I just uh, wanted to get your guys' opinion. Um, you know, a lot of people have been talking about trading DeGrom and Syndergaard because you get the most for those guys. But what about Familia? Do you guys think that that could be an arm that maybe the Mets trade to get something back in return? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a ver- very smart idea, especially, uh, you know, closers – Pitchers, starting pitchers too, but closers are often so valuable late in the season um, for for October for teams in contention. So you might get a pretty good haul for Familia, who I think might be teetering on the down downward side of his career. You know, you're talking about a, a flamethrower who just he seems just doesn't have what he had a few years ago. So he's one guy. Like I said, I, I really would love to keep Degrom and, and Syndergaard no matter what. But Familia, by all means, if we can get a good haul. Um, I know, Ryan, what do you, what do you think yeah, about that? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think I've seen enough of Familia. Uh, I mean, I don't want to, like, just, you know, crap all over him because he has been the closer uh, for years, and he's been good. But when we need him the most, like Thanks in the World Series and in, uh, you know, the wild card game, when we need him the most, he just does not contribute. He's just not there for us. And, you know, it's hard to rely on a guy like that. So, yeah, I think, if, like you said, if we can get good so, I mean, somebody for him, uh, not even necessarily like good people, because I don't know if you're going to get like prospects for him, really. Uh, but, yeah, I would definitely ship him. Anyone. I think yeah. anyone's <laughs> on the table. I, obviously, he's got to come back and be healthy and, and prove that his, his arm's not about to fall off. But, um, you know, Ramos is out. Familia's out. I mean, who else is out? You know, uh, Bruce should probably be out. A lot of guys are hurt on this team. And, you know, you can't really start trading guys if they're not healthy. So we'll see what happens once he comes back. But, you know, I think, um, you know, I heard it on um, – uh, we were, when we were driving to lunch, uh, Francesa, they said if they don't back the truck up for someone, then, you know, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, also you've seen uh, Gazelman could be the closer of the future. Maybe Swarzak goes into that role, though he's not – we don't really know him too well yet. He hasn't pitched that much for us. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, like I said, teams in October, you know, come the trade deadline, might get uh, – teams in contention might get very, you know, desperate for a closer like Familia if he shows so – yeah, if we can get something for him, for sure. I'm all all right, so that. I saw a tweet from Gelbs this morning that I was like, you know, boo-hoo, big deal. So uh, last night, Mickey Calloway got tossed for the first time mm-hmm. in his managerial career. And I guess his kids were there, his daughters were there, 9 and 12, and they started crying after he got ejected. Is that a little, like, much? That's a bit much, right? Like, Were they crying in, like, were they scared or they were just upset? I don't know. He just said he was, they were crying. Yeah, I but see like, that. Come yeah. on. Like, <laughs> 9 and 12. It's not like daddy got into a fist fight at work. It's like, you know, he was yelling at the umpire. He got kicked out of the game. Yeah, like, big baseball. deal. I mean, you don't see it as much in baseball as you used to. And I, I was like, let's go, Mickey. Like, finally. Like, come on. You know, in a streak like this when they're playing that bad. 
last night, you know, was I watched the replay though. Like, no, know, yeah, it was stupid. The way it works is if if you don't make any effort to get out of the way, then obviously it's not a hit by the right. pitch. But he um, reached out, literally reached out. To it looked like a little, you know, a little reached. nudge. But you know, uh, Nimmo's such a nice back. guy. I can't picture him doing anything on purpose. You know, Nimmo. But uh, who knows? But his his response after the game, Nimmo, I'm talking about, was like, you know, that's how I was taught to play the game. If it's coming at you, you know, you try to move a little bit, but right. if it hits you, it hits you. It's a, you know, you get on base. Your objective is to get on base. Yeah, and I don't blame. He ended up walking anyway, so it didn't matter. Right, next pitch, and he sprinted to first base like he always does, <laughs> even a little faster than normal. I think just to be like, screw you guys. But uh, yeah, I like, I really liked uh, Mickey, even though you know, I think the the ump maybe made the right call. I think uh, it, it's you know he's got his players back. It's been we've been so bad. Why not get tossed and show a little fire? I mean, I see. I know he walked, but I like seeing stuff like that where like a guy assumes he has a walk, and you know the the, the ump calls him back, and then they hit like a home run or something. Yeah. You know uh, that would have been nice. I mean, obviously, you know that's <laughs> us expecting a home run is a little far fetched these days. But uh, right around the same time, game time last night, which I actually missed most of it. I, I was sewing these shorts during the whole game. <laughs> you sew? I actually yeah. I stopped and picked up a sewing kit yesterday at Kmart. These shorts kind of didn't fit the right way anymore, so. I I actually took him in. My wife's like, you know how to hem shorts? <laughs> so I sat there and just did my shorts the whole time. So Impressive. Um, you know, Twitter and social media in general, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, was all the rage last night after the video came out of Terry Collins in 2016, the first time the Mets were meeting the Dodgers after the whole thing in the playoffs when um, Ruben uh, broke his leg or whatever happened with Ruben. Was it a broken leg? Yeah. Something with his leg, uh, with Utley. The so, Utley slide. Yeah, Syndergaard's through behind him, you know, and everyone knows what happened after that. But the seven, we were there that night, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I think it was the second inning. I don't know what spot Utley was in the lineup, but I'm pretty sure it was the second inning. Syndergaard was dealing throughout the first, and the umpire was miked. So I don't know where this footage came from because it's not on – like there's no we talked about it, there's no like markings it's not mm-hmm. like from a feed of anything it must be someone there's m- must be like some kind of leak inside the uh, MLB offices or the archives or whatever and for it to come out this many years later is a little weird but it was great timing because last night Mickey got tossed and then that happened as well but uh, I have a little clip here to play but what do you what do you think of that well I thought it was a just extremely entertaining I love the mic'd up situations like NFL films or any kind of mic'd up things but then I thought it also showed a great kind of insight into baseball that the fact that the umpires think about kind of the context and the history of that play so as you'll see if you didn't see it um, you know the how could you not by now right the ump kind of says like look we, we know the situation like this isn't you know we get why you did it and I thought that's interesting that that umps kind of consider that when no, they, but he when said they to, he said to TC he's like you had your shot that was your shot I'm like all right well what if he didn't miss him and actually hit him he'd still be kicked out of the right. game um, but whatever I mean it's it was great. however this footage came out I was listening to the show to the broadcast today and uh, Gary Cohen actually said that the league is probably not too happy that this came out and uh, Ron Darling chimed in he goes well I think that in the the way that social media is these days and the way that baseball and in general, like talking to you guys about being the younger fan base, people like seeing this kind of stuff. And I think it's good for baseball to see this kind of stuff. Um, and it would almost seem, you know, we, we were going to talk about IHOB earlier, <laughs> about marketing and all that stuff. They could leak this on purpose because this is good for baseball. You don't want to see people, you know, it's cursing's not so cool. Like, it's not a big deal that people curse, you right. know, but seeing this fire, hearing raw emotion from the players, the umpires, uh, Terry Collins himself, I think that just gets more people excited about baseball in general, and I think it's a good thing. Um, so anyway, if you haven't seen it yet, I'm going to play a little bit of it here now, and if you want to watch the whole thing, just just search Terry Collins somewhere.
You're done. No, I mean, you can't do that. You're not, not in that situation, man. You can't, you can't. You, not, not, that, that ain't going to happen. I mean, I, I, know, I knew you were going to say that, but that ain't going to happen. I mean, that's, that's the wrong time to do it. That's all. I'm telling you. It is what it is, but that's, that, is, that ain't going to happen. Our, our ass is in the jackpot. We don't do something there. That, I'm just telling you that. Wait, but shouldn't, there be, a, shouldn't there be a no, warning? No, no. I mean, they, okay, the situation of what, what happened and everything else, that's what dictates that, okay? But there was no Neil, prior knowledge that before Neil, the game started. I mean, Neil, if Harry comes into the dugout Neil, and says, Neil, hey, if somebody gets hit, then that's... Neil, then Neil, we, everybody, everybody knows, everybody knows what, what the situation is, Okay. Take him, take him, take him, take him. Terry, 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 get, get a handle. Come on, let's go. Come on, talk to me. Talk to me. Talk, talk to me. Tommy, that's talk. fucking bullshit. Terry, talk you to me. Then you talk to me I about it. You, okay. you gotta give us a shot. You know what? You gotta give Terry, us a okay, shot. Okay, listen to me. Let me hear what I'm saying, okay? You get your shot. You had your shot right there. In the situation. Well, why you not? know the situation, I Terry. Know, why okay. don't we get a shot, Tommy? Because that doesn't that makes oh, it worse. Yeah. Terry, that makes it fucking Tell worse. I know it. But MLB did nothing to that guy. Nothing. Okay, that, that I, I can't God control that, it. Terry. I can't control that. You know as well as I do where, I, Terry. You know where I stand on the whole fucking situation. God damn it, it that, but that. All right, so it's a whole bunch of goddamn it, cocksuckers, and fucking this, fucking that. I think it's incredible, and you know. It, no one's ever claimed that this guy doesn't have passion. He was crying after the no-hitter. You know, um, you know, you saw how emotionally he got throughout the 2015 playoff run. And, um, you know, obviously he got a little angry, too. And, and, you know, this is nothing new. You know, managers have been acting like this forever, kicking dirt on the, on the home plate and whatever. They're just not mic'd up. Right. So I think this is great. To uh, hear it was, is so cool because, yeah, you don't normally you know, I don't know if MLB is going to really start, you know, recording this and, and promoting it. Why not? Do it. We're, we're talking about it right now. I heard people who aren't Mets fans. They it's were everywhere. About it's it. everywhere. So isn't that a good thing? Deadspin, like you said? Barstool, every website. That's a you good know, thing. It, it is. Because so. anything to get more eyeballs on the game, it should be good. Yeah. Even if uh, maybe Terry might be even be embarrassed about that. You know what I mean? Like uh, a guy who is such a professional and, you know, he's older and whatever. Maybe he doesn't want to be seen in that light. But he's had his problems and issues in the past as well. He's not always doing the right thing. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. Yeah, you, you know, that's neither here nor there. You know, we're talking about the baseball game. But... Um, I don't know. I think it's great. And like, we're not dumb. Like when we when we see those things without being mic'd up, we know pretty much what they're saying anyway. So why not just show it to us? I mean, yeah, it's we know they're gonna curse. They're mad. They're it's they're grown men in a, in a professional sports league. It's not you know. The ballet. Well, I think that's one of the coolest <laughs> things about it is because, like, yeah, you know, like, there's a lot of cursing probably going on, but you don't know exactly what they're saying. And even when the umpire was talking to Syndergaard and Neil Walker and all them, like, it's cool to hear, like, what actually goes on, you know? Like, it, it, I thought it was entertaining, too, and I think I agree with you, Darren. I think it's good for baseball. Uh, whether they leaked it on purpose, I don't know. But, yeah, I'm sure all the umpires and uh, Terry Collins probably pretty embarrassed about it that it got leaked. I think it's great, but I wrote this morning. I didn't actually comment on it at all last night because, you know, I was busy sewing my shorts. But uh, <laughs> this morning I wrote, you know, it's beyond bad when fans are missing Terry Collins because he said some curse words a couple years ago. So, you know, people this morning are like, I miss Terry. Like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Six months ago, you couldn't wait for this guy to get out the door. And, you know, they gave Terry such a long leash. 
on, all right, you know, we'll give him another year, everyone's hurt, give him another year, everyone's hurt. And then, you know, we talked about Davey Johnson a few episodes ago. That guy had the shortest leash ever. Right. You know, right after winning a billion baseball games, uh, the next year he didn't even make it like a month in, and they, they, they cut the cord on him. So uh, the next person to get through will play What's in the Box, presented by our friends at Clear, 631-388-5195. Talk to Shu, he'll put you on with us, and you'll win some free stuff. All you got to do is tell us one, two, three, or four, whatever's in that box you get for free. Clear is the best. You should absolutely have it. I can't wait to use it tomorrow on my way to Arizona. Speaking of Arizona, I'm going to do a little bit of shilling here for the pregame party. It is at a place called The Deuce, which I hear is amazing. It's gigantic. I was like, listen, we have 1,200 tickets. Are you big enough? The guy told me he has 12 extra bartenders coming in for Saturday. Wow. And uh, I wrote on Twitter on, on my account like, maybe a month ago, I love when we pick a spot. Uh, for a random Saturday pregame party because those bartenders are now having like an extra St. Patrick's Day on their on their yearly uh, income because you know we we drink a lot we tip great and you know with the, with the ma- way the Mets are playing right now I don't expect people to be going too light and it's a, it's a vacation so people usually tie on, tie it on a little bit extra on the trip obviously responsibly of course so stay hydrated it is hot there <laughs> absolutely so it's called the Deuce five two five South Central Avenue in Phoenix. Uh, the specials are $10 seven-line lemonade. It's basically just vodka lemonade. $3 old-school beers, PBR, hams, old-style Schlitz, Miller High Life, and Budweiser. And $4 craft bottles. So these prices are great. If this was New York, they'd be like three times the price. For whatever reason, there's a boxing ring in the bar. Wow. I don't know why, but if someone wants to jump in the ring, have at it. And uh, <laughs> we are going to uh, do a little bit of a parade from there to the ballpark right around, like, I don't know, 6.10 or so. I think the game is at, I don't even know what time the game is. So we're going to leave around 6.10. I'm sure there's a mic. I'll jump on it say say a couple things. And uh, then we will mosey on over to the ballpark. So I don't think anything's ever going to be able to top San Diego because that was just such a shit show of a parade. Mm-hmm. And the, the cops, the locals... Everyone was so friendly there that, like, we just basically shut the street down and nobody cared. Yeah. We were just walking through the street, waving the flags, chanting, let's That's go, cool. Mets. That's and, cool. you know, the cops were basically just, like, threw their hands up in the air, like, uh, we don't know what we're going to do with these guys. So um, we are going to play everyone's favorite game show presented by our friends at Clear. Where is it? I totally screwed that up. <laughs> All right, everyone, it's time for everyone's favorite game show. It's called What's in the Box, and it's brought to you by Clear. Beating the lines at both the airport and the ballpark has never been easier with Clear, who is now partnering with nine MLB teams, including our Mets. This season, you're going to want to breeze through security, and there's no faster way to do it than to sign up for the new Clear Ballpark membership. Plus, the air travel the f- air travel is frictionless and hassle-free by using the promo code the set seven line army and receive three months of your airport membership for free. Sign up today with promo code seven line army at clearme.com. That's the number seven line army at clearme.com. Great job, buddy. All right, so we got Mike from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. What's up, Mike? Hey guys, how you doing? We're doing all right. Listen, you get one, two, three, or four. Uh, what's in the box presented by Clear, and you get to keep whatever's in the box. What do you got? Let, let's go number two. Number, number two. two. Get in the actual box. What's in the box? What's in it? Let's find out. Probably a hat. Oh, nope. It no? It's not a hat. What do you got? It's a, I think this was a free t-shirt. Oh, from the Mets. Away from the Mets. Oh, cool. All right, what's si- what size t-shirt do you wear, Mike? Extra large. What size is that? This is... Way 
wait for it. Extra large. We got a winner. Bing, 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 bing. All right, cool. So listen, we're going away tomorrow, so we'll mail this out for you next week. But uh, thanks for playing, dude. And uh, if you're still faithful, keep the faith and uh, all that good stuff. Let's go, Mets. Thanks for calling. All right. Thanks, guys. No problem. It's always good when that works out, when uh, whatever size they are, we actually had for them. So um, that's another episode. Of, actually, shit, I almost forgot to pick the winner of the uh, batting practice. Oh, wow. All right, hold Let's on. Let's get to it. Let me change this little angle here because I don't want to pick it. People are going to say it's it's a scam. <laughs> All right. All right, so we have 1,200 tickets to the game. I can't pick myself because I didn't buy a ticket, and Shu didn't buy a ticket either, so he's not going to win either. So uh, 1,200 transactions here. I think that's like 500 and something pieces of paper. We're going to let Ryan put his hand in here, pick a name out, and that person will get to go on the field with a guest uh, thanks to the Diamondbacks. Hold on. Here we go. All right, so... Don't say, like, their address or anything. <laughs> yeah, no, I will not. Um, your social security is... <laughs> so the name with a ship to name, is it on uh, ship to name, okay. F- Fabio Brando. Fabio Brando. Congratulations, you get... To, how many tickets did they buy? They bought... Two, looks like. Awesome. So they don't have to, like, leave anyone out. If they bought three or four, they would have had to, like, leave someone behind. <laughs> yeah, so, no. Uh, perfect. Don't lose that. I got to email them. What was the name again? Fabio Brando. Fabio Brando. Well, who knows? Maybe he doesn't even want to go. Maybe he wants to hang out at the uh, tailgate at the pregame party instead. But uh, if you want to go, you get to go for free. I do want to give a shout out to all the dads out there. I'm the only one in the room that I, I don't know if any of you guys are dads. No. Nope. You got <laughs> nope. any kids out there? Any wild, <laughs> any wild nights on vacation? He's like, maybe. <laughs> all right. So uh, I got this yesterday. Thanks to uh, my daughter. Aww. I'm going to hang this up on the wall here. Very Hands cool. down, best dad ever. So if any other dads are listening, you're you're number two. You ever see you watch Seinfeld? Yep. You know the number one dad episode yeah. with the t-shirts. That's great. <laughs> Shout All out right, to so my dad, Howie. Love you. All our dads, Gary Shue, obviously. My dad, Mr. Meenan, Seven Line Dad. If you go to the games, he wears that on his jersey. You guys too as well. Um, all right, guys. So have fun if you're going down to Arizona. Stay hydrated. It's going to be hot. Um, Stay hydrated at the bar. Make sure you tip your bartenders. Hopefully the Mets turn it around, and if they don't, we're still going to be here next week. So Thursday night's Orange and Blue Thing, Season 2 out here on Long Island. Thanks to Trevor. Thanks to Ryan. Thanks to Shu. Thanks to all the callers. And um, we'll keep keeping the faith, and hopefully the Mets turn it around. Let's get some runs, please. <laughs> Hits, anything. Anything else you want to say before we turn this thing off? Uh, just thank you so much for having me here. This is really cool, and uh, let's go Mets. Hopefully you guys bring them good luck this weekend. And if we don't, we're still going to have a good time. So, all right, guys, thanks a lot. Let's go Mets.